Hi, I'm Jack Weir, and I'm going to tell you about my trip across the northern states. The northern states I'm talking about are Washington, Montana, Idaho, North Dakota, Wisconsin, and yeah. Well, anyways, this is more of a continuation episode of the uh, episode 7, the Alaska episode, which was the first part of the trip, and this is the second part. We flew to Seattle from Anchorage, and we stayed in Seattle for about three days, where we explored the city and the surrounding area. We stayed at a hotel near Seattle downtown for the first night, and then for the next two nights, we stayed at a hotel in Tacoma, which is a suburb of Seattle, and it's directly south. The first day, we checked out the University of Washington, where my mom went to college, and also the downtown area. We went to Pike Place Market and the first Starbucks. Then the next day we went to the Mount Rainier Railroad, which goes along the border with the Mount Rainier National Park, but it does not go into the park, although it gets amazing shots of Mount Rainier. And Mount Rainier is a, an active volcano that last erupted in the 80s, completely covering the whole area in ash. Well, anyways, the Mount Rainier Railroad, it goes on the border of the park until it gets to a little museum where they keep all the trains and also where they have like a makeshift logging camp set up, which is really cool. And it gives like a whole history of how people lived in the logging camps and also why logging was there and the complete history of logging in the area. So the third day in Seattle, we returned our rental car because for the first two days we drove around Seattle because we couldn't really take public transit anywhere. We couldn't, we couldn't really take transit anywhere because of the distance we had to travel. But if you're going just to Seattle for downtown, I recommend taking the buses and streetcars. Okay, so well, anyways, after we returned our rental car, we, we took the light rail to to downtown and walked around downtown to explore some more and then went to the Union Union Station which is a very nice building it's all white marble on the inside and we waited at Union Station for about an hour before our train arrived to go to Glacier National Park and that whole trip took about 14 hours and a fun fact about that route is that we passed through the longest rail tunnel in North America, which is seven miles long. So the train to Glacier National Park took about 14 hours. We were delayed a little bit because of a forest fire that was too close to the train tracks, but we were able to pass and we got to Glacier National Park at about nine in the morning. And Glacier National Park is in Montana, where we spent the whole day exploring the park on the free bus system, which went everywhere where the roads went. And we took the bus to the top of a mountain. It, it was very hard to breathe up there as we were like two miles up, but it was a stunning view and there were lots of squirrels running around and they would even come up to you and climb up your leg, which is kind of funny, but also kind of scary at the same time. Uh, we stayed a total of about three days in Glacier National Park. The other two days were just kind of spent at the campground where we would kind of hike around, play games, and yeah. The uh, campground we stayed at was really interesting. Is 
we stayed in a bunch of teepees that were spread all around a field, kind of. Not really a field, a forest hill. Anyways, the camp was really nice, and I'll talk more about that a bit later. Then after three days, we got back on the Amtrak train and took that to Chicago. And that took another like two days to do. And we crossed the rest of Montana, North Dakota, and Wisconsin, which is a beautiful ride, it took really until we got to North Dakota, where it was just flat wasteland. But anyways, after we got to Chicago, we spent three days there. We did a whole lot there in the small amount of time we had. The Amtrak train dropped us right off in downtown Chicago. Then we just took the L train, the metro system there, a couple of blocks down to our hotel. First day in Chicago, we took the bus to the Pullman National Monument. It gave us a whole history of the Pullman Company, which they built fancy train cars for actually the whole world. But then the next day, we went to the Chicago Science Museum, which was a lot of fun. They have the first ever diesel train made there. It is the Pioneer Zephyr and also one of the fastest steam locomotives ever built, the 999. They also have many other interesting exhibits there, like this science and anatomy one, which we looked at, which was kind of gross. But anyways, the final day we were in Chicago, we rented bikes and rode around Millennium Park, and then we went on a architecture river tour, which was a lot of fun, but kind of boring. And then the last day, after living on the road for three and a half weeks, we went back home to Santa Cruz. Okay, so where we stayed? We stayed in a lot of places. One of my favorites was the Motif Hotel in downtown Seattle, where we stayed the first night. It was relatively modern, a bit, a bit fancy, but overall I, I enjoyed it. In Tacoma, we stayed just in a Best Western because it was the cheapest thing available. Uh, it wasn't completely scary. Well, anyways, in Glacier National Park, this is probably my favorite place I've ever stayed. It was in a teepee camp thing. It was like a normal campground, but just with teepees. The teepees were big enough that they could fit about two beds each, and the beds were really cozy and warm. The bathrooms and showers were in this like new building they, that they just built, which was like really nice and modern on the inside. The only bad thing I have to say about the showers is that you have to keep a rope pulled down for the uh, water to come out, and there's only one temperature, which is like scalding hot. So they need to work on that. And some downs some other downsides is that it's just really dusty and right next to a train line. So you can hear trains go by all night and that keeps you up. But anyways, it was it was it was really enjoyable there. They have free board games and snacks and stuff. Okay, so in Chicago, where we spent the last three days of the trip, we stayed at the Hotel Kinsey in downtown. The hotel was nice. There were, there were snacks in the room already, but they were extremely expensive. It was like $7 for a bag of gummy bears. The last night in Chicago, this, was kind of a, this is kind of a funny story. All night. I mean, when I say all night, I mean all night night there was somebody outside on the block across the street playing drums all night keep in mind that we were on the seventh floor and it kept us up 
So they have like thin walls and windows there. So since we spent like three days in total on Amtrak, I'm I think I should talk about the train accommodations. So the coach and business class, they're good for like no more than like a 10 hour trip. But the seats do recline really far. I did stay in a little sleeper room which has beds. Well, the seats fold down in the beds. Stayed in a, a little room. It was cozy but kind of cramped. But anyways, Amtrak doesn't have the best accommodations, but they work. Okay, so this is how we got around. The first day in Seattle, we rented a car because well, there's a lot to do and transit didn't go everywhere we needed to go. Don't get me wrong, Seattle has an amazing transit system, like, inside the city. Well, anyways, we needed to rent a car because transit doesn't go out to Mount Rainier. When we did use the Seattle transit system, we found it easy to use. The only bad thing about it is that it's the half a mile walk from the light rail station to the airport, which needs to be improved. It also is one of the only transit systems to have an underground bus system which is really unique. The streetcar system in Seattle is interesting because there are two separate systems. One line in the north of the city and one line in the south of the city. In Glacier National Park we used the bus system which was easy and fun and goes to all the points of interest throughout the park. And another thing about that is that it is free with admission to the park. In Chicago, we used the CTA, which is Chicago Transit Authority, which runs all the buses and subways. Well, the buses go all over Chicago. The Metro Rail System, or as it's called, the L, it is one of the Metro System is one of the largest in the country. But the ticket system needs to be improved because you can only buy tickets at major transfer stations which it, it's really annoying if you don't live there like if or if you don't already have a transit card so just be on the lookout for that and to get out into the suburbs of Chicago I would recommend taking the Metra commuter rail as it is one of the best in the US and some rail lines are flag stop only which means the stops have to be requested like a bus but instead of pulling a cord or pushing a button you tell the conductor where you want to get off and to pick you up you all you do is like flag it down like you would a bus okay so how we got in between all these places is we used Amtrak the United States National Rail System it's far from being good it does go to a bunch of national parks, but they only see like like one or two trains a day, which needs to be improved. And also the trains, they just need to be replaced. But I do recommend Amtrak for visiting national parks. Okay, so where we ate. I don't really remember much about where we ate in Seattle, except the first Starbucks, because that's in Seattle. Well, we didn't eat at the first Starbucks. We ate at one, like... A few blocks away because the first one was packed and when I mean packed I mean packed there was a line all the way around the block just to get in there but in Glacier National Park the campsite we stayed at provided all the food and for the last day they gave us s'mores 
and all the food is included in your staying price. In Chicago, I, I remember we ate at a Mexican place called El Jefe, and we got the nachos. They were overloaded with stuff, but extremely, extremely good. Now about Am the Amtrak food. It is really, really disappointing, and it's not that good. There's not much more I can say about that, but just bring your own food. Okay, so now I'm going to tell you about some fun things to do in the at the places we went. I'm going to start with Seattle, with the Space Needle, where we went to. And then there is Pike Place Market on the Seattle waterfront, which is really fun. There is the first Starbucks is there. Also, inside the market, there are... That is where they do the fish throwing. That's the fish throw market, so, yeah. Also in Seattle, there is the, like, glass museum. It's, like, glass blowing, and it's just a, a bunch of artwork, and that is actually right next to the Seattle Space Needle, and you can take the monorail there from Westlake Transit Center. And just a fun fact about the monorail is that it is one of the only transit monorails in the country. In Glacier National Park, there are many activities. Most of them are outdoors. In fact, all of them are outdoors, except for a few museums. But it is hiking, mountain climbing, canoeing, and st stuff like that. There are a lot of other things to do, like a bus tour and museums, as I mentioned. It's mostly like natural history museums. Well, anyways, the bus tour goes up the main road in the park. You can see everything on the park shuttle bus system, which is free. And the other bus you have to pay money for, but the other one they give you like a whole narrated tour. Okay, so in Chicago there is a lot to do. My, one of my favorite things was the Discovery Museum that had the first diesel train. It was the Pioneer Zephyr. Also, it had one of it has one of the fastest steam locomotives in it. What I thought was really interesting is that they modeled the whole route from Seattle to Chicago. They've got a lot of other things there in the to do in the museum. Uh, but those are more related to science and stuff like that. We checked out one of the science exhibits. It was the anatomy exhibit. That was kind of nasty, to say the least. Anyways, we kind of had to not really do a lot at the museum because we were pressed for time. But the museum was nice. Also in Chicago, there is the Pullman National Monument, where they made all the Pullman train cars for the whole the world there. We didn't really go to the tourist areas. The really only touristy place we went was Millennium Park, which is where there's the big mirrored bean, and that was quite interesting. And we rented bikes and rode around the park for a little bit, which you're not supposed to do, but it was fun nonetheless. The last day in Chicago, we went on a architectural tour on the Chicago River, which is this big open top boat, and we went down the Chicago River and the tour guide pointed out interesting buildings and old features on of the buildings in the city, so I thought that was really fun, and if you're ever in Chicago, do that.
So now I'm going to do a fun fact segment. We, I am not going to do the Q&A because my two partners aren't here. And so let's do the fun facts. I'm going to start with Seattle, then Glacier National Park, and then Chicago. So fact one about Seattle is that it was the major shipping point for all the Klondike gold during the Klondike gold rush, and it, that plays into the White Pass Yukon route railroad, which I talked about in the Alaska episode. Fact two is that Seattle is the birthplace of Starbucks. As I said earlier, it is one of the largest coffee chains in the world. So fact three is that the Smith Tower was a 42-story building, and that was built in 1914, and that was once the tallest building in the West. All right, fact four. The Seattle Space Needle was built for the 1962 World's Fair, and then that replaced the Smith Tower as the tallest building west of the Mississippi. And also the monorail was built for the 1962 World's Fair. So fact five, the last one I'm going to do for Seattle, is that Seattle is the first place the Beatles ever aired on the radio in the United States. All right, so now on to Glacier National Park. Glacier National Park was the world's first peace park. Well, international peace park because part of it is in Canada. All right, so fact two. One of the park's peaks supplies water to up to three separate oceans. The Atlantic, Pacific, and Arctic Oceans. And this peak is one of the only triple divides in the well on the North American continent. Fact three is that you can cross the northern border into Canada from the park. Alright, fact four is that Glacier National Park was the second national park to become a national park right after Yellowstone. And then the fifth and last fact about Glacier National Park is that the wildlife has not changed at all since the Lewis and Clark expedition, which that was well over 100 years ago, maybe even over 150 years ago. I'm not sure on the exact date. Okay, so now here are some fun facts about Chicago. I am actually going to do six because Chicago has a lot of interesting things about it. You can see four states from the sky deck in um, the Macy's Tower. And here's number two. Spray paint was invented in Chicago. Number three, Chicago is the home of the Twinkie. And here, number four, is that Chicago has the only river in the world to flow backwards. It was because of an engineering issue with a dam up the river, and that made it flow backwards. And fact number four is that Chicago had the first televised presidential debate. It was in between John Kennedy and Richard Nixon in 1960. Fact number five is that the first opened heart surgery was done in Chicago. And fact number six is that Chicago has the largest collection of Impressionist artwork in the United States, with artists such as Monet and Van Gogh.
Alright, so this is the end of the episode. I hope you enjoyed. I'm Jack Weir. Thank you for listening to Amateur's Guide to Traveling. Be sure to check us out on Instagram and Twitter at newstreetmedia.com and also go to our website at newstreetmedia.com and they have a whole variety of other podcasts that you can listen to. And also go and check out the rest of our episodes. And once again, this episode is a continuation of the Alaska one. So listen to that one first so you can get some more details about this one.